Hello and welcome to ATM World News. I'm Leah and it's great to be with you, the viewers all around the world. Today, I'm thrilled to be with Phil Crosby. Now, Phil Crosby is the grandson of Bing Crosby, very famous Hollywood singer and movie actor. So with that, I'll say, how you doing, Phil? I'm doing great. How are you? Well, you know, I'm hanging in there. It's great to be talking with you this afternoon. And I mean, what a Hollywood legacy is your grandfather. I mean, legendary singer and legendary movie actor played in so many movies like with Bob Hope, uh, Road to Everywhere, Road to Singapore, Road to Here. I mean, my goodness, this man was and, well known. Do you have a story to tell us? Yeah, he was also an Academy Award winner. He won the Best Actor for Going My Way and uh, was nominated again for Bells of St. Mary. Um, he was the biggest box office attraction for a, 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 the same. He was also the biggest radio star and recording artist all for a decade or so. The biggest. Uh, and his, of course, White Christmas was was the biggest selling single of all time. Might still be debatable, I suppose. It's an incredible legacy. See, he was an incredible man. I just recently went up to Spokane, uh, Washington, where he was grew up, and I I visited his family home, which has been a, turned into a museum by the Gonzaga University, where he was attended. And it's like taking a trip back in time. And me, I've met all these people that knew people that knew him and grew up with him, and and I met local historians that specialized on his early life and. Um, yeah, it's been really a, a great experience, you know, getting to know my grandfather posthumously through his career and his legacy. Uh, yeah, I mean, mostly everybody knows the name Bing Crosby. I think even uh, the younger generation, because like you said, he was like the best in everything. And so what a rich heritage you are coming from. And he was well known as being one of the crooners. They need to bring back crooners today people people who sang those beautiful love songs and all and speaking of crooners you are one yourself phil well tell us yes, a little bit I'm, about that I'm, I'm a crosby crooner i'm called on instagram well um you know i started singing late in life i was already out of high school when some friends said you know you're a crosby you should be able to sing why don't you sing for us I was shy as a kid, so I'd never, even though inside I had fantasies probably of singing rock and roll. Uh, and that's what we did. I did for a little while and, uh, you know, picked up guitar, sang a little bit in a, in a, um, a choir and a, a stage, kind of a stage show in, in college. But it wasn't until I was about uh, 29, 30 that I thought, well, you know, maybe I'll try this music that my grandfather did. And at the very least, I thought, well, it might be, you know, help me get work and be a real functioning professional musician. You know, I, I wasn't really thinking I'm going to be a big famous pop star or anything because I wasn't even going to be doing pop. Uh, but I thought we, I worked with jazz musicians and that would be a real kick. You know, these are highly educated, intelligent men and women, talented, some of the most talented musicians in the world. And uh, but I wasn't sure, you know, what I, whether I would really take to it or not. And I found because I grew up listening to a little bit of my grandfather's music and watching his films, but I wasn't really fully exposed to his early career and his more jazzy work. So I basically quickly fell in love with both uh, him as a singer. I, and I, as the deeper I've gone, the more I've learned about singing, the more I've come to respect what a master he was uh, at it, uh, as well as the genre uh, the Great American Songbook. 
And it's called that for a good reason. It's respected internationally. Jazz music is respected internationally. You know, no, no jazz musician ever, you know, would ever say, you know, that America doesn't have its own culture because they, they know. I mean, it doesn't matter what part of the world. And, and anybody who's, you know, been around, has some wisdom and, and music sense knows that, you know, they love jazz. So, so it is our, our culture and our heritage, all of us, not just mine. How about that? You know, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I was, I was, uh, people, I was just looking through YouTube or I, or something flashed saying, Hey, watch this. And I, I saw that there was a busker that was saying, Hey, sing with me. And Phil just happened to be there and, uh, got to hear him sing. Uh, he was very optimistic, trying to be positive with the audience to, he said, as a, you said, like as a performer, you have to encourage yourself and try and be up. And he says, but isn't that so with everybody and what's going on in the world today? And yeah. what I thought was cool that you said was that you do some busking yourself. And I said, wow, when does an artist like him ever keep in touch with the people, you know, uh, and do busking? It's usually unknown artists and artists certainly that don't come from famous families, but I, I thought that was really pretty cool that you uh, like to do that one-on-one. -on -one. Well, I, I love performing live. So if there's, you know, if I don't have a gig, if there's not a club or a private event or, so, you know, something that, that I'm needed at, then, um, yeah, I'll, per I'll perform for, for anyone. I, I just, uh, I do like, I, you know, I, I don't do a lot of busking often anymore, but over the years I've done it. One, one I love to travel. So it was, it was, it was fun while I was, traveling around and doing my own little, I never rode hopped freight trains, but I did my own little hobo kind of uh, thing, travel around the country and making money a little bit here and there. But um, yeah, I, I honestly, I, I want to be able to do something and, and then just keep on performing. Like recording is sometimes a difficult process for me because you have to go over and over and over, try to make something perfect. Live music, you know, you just put it out there and, you know, at the end of the night, you know, you pack up and you go home and, uh, and, uh, you know, there's tomorrow. Yeah, there always is. And um, I totally related being in the media industry about encouraging yourself here, you know. And oh. uh, I really like some of the things that uh, Phil mentioned about his grandfather, uh, Bing Crosby. Um, you know, like the artist, like, like you said, as you grew older, you learned to appreciate how much it actually took to do that kind of singing and that kind yeah. of work. Do you want to tell us an example? Well, like I, like I mentioned, I was a rock and roll kind of guy. Um, and I didn't really listen, you know, grow up like a lot of the previous generation did with, with my grandfather and Perry Como and Frank in their ears and on the radio all the time. And uh, it's a different approach vocally, you know, like the blues rock based in the blues. And it's more of a, I call a wail and moan kind of bass rather than like a whole open, you know, toned singing, which really more comes from the Broadway stage and which again comes from other classical music and opera. But um, yeah, so it was, it was a kind of a calibration I had to take, but honestly on that journey, I realized, you know, there, there are just people that are um, virtuosos and Bing was a virtuoso vocally. He uh, he had some instruction as a young man in, in school and church. And, and, and then he, you know, as a young man 
music in the 1920s had become a very important thing in America. And so there was immediately an, an opportunity for him to sing with us. But he was, from what I heard, he was always whistling and singing. So, uh, and his family was musical. So a lot of that gets, gives you a, a nice head start. But really singing is a very emotional, personal thing. And a lot of us grow up, people tell us, oh, God, don't do that when we're kids. Like, ah, shush, we get shushed. Or some kid says we don't know how to sing. And it, it affects us and it affects our, and, and a lot of that you have to come get by. And so there's come this long drawn out process for a lot of singers to study and learn and unlearn all these things and doubts and all that all, and whatnot. And so for being, you know, to have such a perfect tone in such a relaxed manner and such a, you know, effortless or at least seemingly effortless delivery. And, and it was often effortless. He, I heard stories that he would, now he had a lot of power and wealth, but he could go into a recording session. Now, again, they'll have gathered for, day, for a day's work, 20 musicians or more maybe to record a song. And he would take one take. And if he didn't, if he didn't like master, like nail it in that first take, He'd say, let's try again tomorrow. And he would leave and go to the golf course. Probably wanted more time on the golf course. But, uh, you know, and then everybody, you know, they all got paid anyway. So they all, okay, bing, you know. So, yeah, it's pretty amazing to, for me to have tried to even come close to anything like that was a big education in what it means to um, to be a singer. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I know. Uh, and like you said, I totally agree with it. As you get older, you do realize, you know, a lot more and how much things take. Well, people, we're going to have a treat uh, pretty soon here. Now, I want to let my listeners know that I have switched from Skype to Zoom because Skype doesn't record with the new MI chip in the uh, the Macintosh or Mac products. So, I had to switch to Zoom, and I don't know how well Zoom picks up instruments. It, it seems a little bit different than Skype. Uh, right. But Phil here has brought along his ukulele, and so he doesn't need a backup. Anything he's got his ukulele, and he's going to treat us to a little song. Thanks, Phil. You're welcome. <laughs> Tear, or else I will be melancholy. 
Holly And there you have it, folks. You've got the grandson of Bing Crosby crooning a tune for you there with his ukulele. Listen, he's got a good philosophy on life uh, to always look on the sunny side uh, that can help uh, uh, to keep your chin up. And right now, I'm going to ask Phil to tell us uh, where you can locate him online in case you want more or you want to know where he's going or you want to invite him to a gig. Well, I'm, of course, I have a website, philcrosbyjr.com. That's P-H-I-L-C-R-O-S-B-Y-J-R. Because my father was Phil, so I'm Phil Jr. Um, on Instagram, where I post a lot, uh, that's the best way to kind of hear about more up-to-date. That That's Crosby Crooner, one word, C-R-O-O-N-E-R, Crosby Crooner. Um, Facebook, if you, you know, search Phil Crosby Jr., you'll find my fan page. Uh, let's see. Um, that's about it. Uh, I do have a TikTok. Uh, might be Crosby Crooner as well, but I'm, I haven't been on that. Uh, yeah. So my my also email me Phil Crosby Jr. at Gmail. You know for for gig opportunities or appearances. I do all kinds of things. I sing with big bands, swing bands. I just did a 1920s orchestra for a film festival. I travel abroad. I work in other countries. I did. I do swing dance festivals, vintage uh, enthusiast gatherings, all kinds of things. Work with different types of jazz bands and, and solo artists, sing girls, Andrew sisters, acts, all kinds of stuff. Well, I tell you what, Phil, I really enjoyed having you on today. It was, it was just peachy keen, man. I really, really liked it. And I thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to share with us. And until next time, I'm Leah reminding you that God loves you. Bye.